This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Schneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Security remains heightened in airports around Australia after Australian Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull told the media yesterday that a terrorist plot to bring down an airplane had been disrupted. Four men are in custody over the alleged plot, which is said to be orchestrated by Islamic State militants from Syria. The reports say the information came from the British government, which declared it was going to issue a public security alert for all travel to Australia after it intercepted communications from Syria to Australia. Well, that is what we know about. And uh, when we think about the things that probably we don't know about, it gets pretty scary. Does this mean there is a heightened threat elsewhere. Uh, right now, let's go to security and terrorism expert Ross McLean. Hi, Ross. Hi, Libby. Yeah, this is actually um, quite a shocking uh, change, I think, with what's happened with this one here, Libby. Okay. Uh, explain what you mean. Well, we, we, as you just went over, we had intelligence that allowed them to uh, disrupt and stop uh, this terror attack that was described as uh, the prime minister as being an attack to take down an airplane. Uh, meaning, uh, I will de- you know, take from that that they're saying this is a plane that was flying that they wanted to drop. Now, what we do know is there's talk that there was an improvised device used and implications that there was going to be using poison gas on this device. And it was to be disguised in some sort of a uh, food mincer sort of automated product. That exactly. They were I heard something about a meat grinder. My goodness. Yeah, so what we've, what we've seen is, and we've talked about this before on the show, uh, where what's happened is these terrorists are getting very sophisticated to the point that now they're putting uh, plans and they've uh, executed putting together bombs into electronic devices like laptops while still allowing the laptops to function and look like they're operating to try and get by security. That's why some of these new procedures were brought in, Libby. Right. Now, now we're seeing here a new uh, attempt at using poison gas and some sort of explosive. Now, is this because they felt that this could be something that would get around uh, the terrorist uh, stopping activities that we're doing at airports or what? So I think we can have airports all over taking a look at this very closely. Uh-huh. Can we, uh, do you think we can expect more restrictions as a result of this? I think you can expect that the current restrictions uh, will continue. I'm absolutely amazed, actually, that General Kelly, who used to be in charge of Homeland Security. Until today. Yeah, he's on his first day on the job, first day at school at the White House looking after that. But he specifically said at the start of the year, he felt that there was almost a, 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 a desire, an overwhelming desire by the terrorists to want to take down aircraft. That's why they came up with the original blocking of uh, electronics coming from certain countries, then they extended it so it would even cover Canada and Australia to do much stricter uh, looking at these people when they're getting onto the planes and that sort of stuff. So he was very prescient in getting ahead of that. And let me say that Australia 
actually is a very, very strong country anyways. They already have explosive detection equipment uh, that will sense for traces of it when you go on and that sort of thing. And the prime minister actually announced, Libby, uh, a couple of months ago that he is looking at putting together his own huge Department of Homeland Security for Australia, bringing a bunch of departments together and unifying them under the one banner, if you will. Mm hmm. Uh, now, uh, do you have do you know the count, Ross? I mean, so there of the number of plots that were foiled before anything happened, but there are still some that get through. Well, th- th- there are still some that get through, and that's where the intelligence has been paying off, though, in advance of some of these. We saw that, you know, prior to this electronic laptop ban being done, uh, for the flights coming particularly out of the Middle East, we did see a couple of airlines go down. The Russians lost a jetliner. There were other attempts uh, where uh, the bomb went off, but it didn't take the jet out because the jet was not high enough yet. So there have been attempts, uh, but they're doing their best to keep ahead of it. And I have to say I'm quite pleased that they were able to get in front of this one. Uh, Do you think that this means uh, that there are plots afoot for other countries? Well, that's exactly what I would suggest, and it's exactly based on the movements by General Kelly and Homeland Security to first just start off with a few Middle East countries, then then increase it to other airports and countries, that that's what they're suggesting, that there's a real desire to look to take down a plane. Now, they have not said, uh, given a date or location for when they were looking at what flight to what country to do what when on this plot, because they did it in advance. Uh, what General Kelly seemed to indicate is he felt that the most desired uh, target for the terrorists would be a flight that would be going to the U.S. That would be one that, they, that their preferences for going after. We don't know that in this case, though. Oh, so it it wasn't for a particular, uh, they hadn't chosen the flight yet, or we just don't know what it would have been? We just don't know what it would have been. So we're not sure how fast in advance they interrupted this. You know, and we do also know this, though, that in the raids on the homes of these people, of these four men arrested, I don't believe charged yet, but arrested. Right. There, there's apparently, you can see once again the photographs of the police wearing the hazmat suits. Right. Uh, standing around looking at stuff. And they have said they have seized quite a bit of material. So the question becomes is what sort of material are they were they looking at if this was a poison gas attack? Is it the sort of thing that would be picked up uh, by by trace explosive detectors and the equipment that's currently at airports? That's at many of the airports already. They're required to have that. So the the question is, was what they were designing, what they were planning on using, would it, had they been successful, been able to get past security? That's a question they'll be looking at. Uh Uh-huh. And do we have the most up-to-date equipment here? Well, uh, we've got the most up-to-date uh, requirements that Homeland Security has put in, and they and they do a checking, and that's what Homeland Security does. They advise your airport if you're flying into the U.S., this is what you have, this is how you have to do it. You do the training, and they will come in and audit you. And I haven't heard that they've stopped any planes going out yet, so I'd have to assume that we're up to speed on that. We're up to speed. Um, and uh, again, uh, so if there is some kind of heightened threat... Um, uh, so uh, you would think that that most at risk would be uh, would be uh, going to the United States. Well, that's what General Kelly has indicated is the is the desire that he feels that they're looking for. Not so much taking down a plane going somewhere else as doing that. That's not to say, though, you shouldn't be concerned uh, for security. And I'm sure the security is treating every flight destination with the same scrutiny for doing it. Okay. Um, Anything else that you would like to leave us with, Ross? 
No, it's just that I think I'm, I'm, I'm really quite surprised that on the terrorism front, I said they were able to get ahead. This was shared intelligence information, as you pointed out at the start, which is a good thing because we've heard and seen examples of terrorism information leaking out and not working well in the past, and we've discussed that on your show, Libby. Yep. So it, show, it shows that the agencies are still working together. They're still sharing information. Things haven't fallen apart, and it's very important that we have this. And, you know, it's going to be interesting if we find out uh, you know, seeing how it was the British who helped find this out as to everybody who was involved where and what it was. They'll be tracking that uh, most assuredly. The, I believe the threat is still just as real as ever from these ISIS random terror attacks. Well, especially now that they're losing ground. But it's interesting that it was shared information, Britain and Australia. There it doesn't appear that the United States was in the mix because there was a lot of a big brouhaha after Donald Trump seemed to leak stuff. Well, yeah, well, yeah, interestingly enough, as I said, and I believe I, I discussed that on your show at the time, the information that they're saying that Donald Trump's, Trump supposedly talked to the Russian, uh, to Putin about, was exactly that, that the fact that they had devised a way to put explosive devices inside of working laptops. And that was the trick before, that when they did them before, Libby, they'd have plastic explosives or that sort of device. It would be in, they'd put in it, the whole body of the computer would have to be taken up. Uh, and so that's why they used to ask you to turn your electronics when you're going on. If it didn't turn on, they'd take a closer look at it. But they found that they were able to defeat that, still find a way to do that. So the security is ramping up to stay ahead of that. Okay. Uh, Ross McLean, thank you so much for that. Thanks very much, Libby. Okay. Bye-bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.